This is Tunkelbon episode 24. Uh, this week we're going to cover Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 46. And uh, joining me as usual is my co-host Jude Knoll. Jude, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I got an espresso machine for our apartment the other day. So oh, I've nice. been going crazy making uh, cappuccinos <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, it, it, it definitely, uh, even though it's like a small portion of my week-to-week life, I feel like my life has improved like tenfold because of it. <laughs> Nice. Uh, so I, I used to not do coffee like hardly at all because you know my dad was like a big or is a big coffee drinker and stuff, and so it just seemed like such a pain in the ass to be like, yeah, I have to get my coffee or whatever, or I, you know, yeah. I'm gonna feel miserable. So I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but we got, um, we just have like a Keurig um, that we've had just for like you know every now and then. But we got one of like the reusable like k-cup things so you can actually just use whatever coffee you want in it and it's you know not yeah incredibly wasteful um but so that's just so convenient that i have yeah gotten myself a i'm, I'm a coffee guy now which uh kind of sucks <laughs> yeah i feel like i've been like a habitual coffee drinker for the past six years or so mm-hmm. but i feel like more recently i discovered that like if you actually spend a little money on coffee or like you know make it in a way that isn't just like in the mm-hmm. mr coffee machine but like actually yeah. prepare it like man it's so much better oh and i'm sure i feel like one of the things that i really appreciated about witch watch early on is that like among other things morihito is a coffee snob they yep. had him like making pour over coffee in one of the early chapters and it was like one of my favorite sequences in the series because it shows him like slowly like pouring it over the filter and watching the coffee bloom mm-hmm. he's like taking in the fragrances <laughs> I-, I feel like unfortunately i relate to him as a character <laughs> in so many ways because he's just like so obsessive about specific things that's funny see i'm so basic with coffee like i think we have like i think we just got like a giant canister of seattle's best and that's what i use but <laughs> uh i am more like snobbish about tea a big tea guy as well and so like mm. i'll um like i don't have some crazy setup or whatever but i am the person that's like you know it says you know, the green tea, it's like brew for three minutes at this temperature. And I'm like, you know, Google, I'm like, how do I know that it's at this temperature? It's like, you know, if you get it to boil yeah. and then you like let it sit for a little bit and then you do it. And I like, you know, I'll start like a timer. So that's like exactly three minutes. I'm like taking it off and pouring it and stuff. <laughs> like can't go any longer. <laughs> at, my, at my old apartment, I used to buy Seattle's Best all the time, but I mm-hmm. would specifically buy this one bag of Seattle's best that had a little picture of a cat on it. But like, I specifically got it because I liked the cartoon cat on yeah. the, on the bag. Like I'm, I'm easily swayed by that sort of thing. I mean, it's, you know, it's the best that Seattle has to offer. So it's gotta be pretty good stuff, right? Kind of like Milwaukee's best. <laughs> I, I think it's such a funny title too, because like Starbucks is from Seattle as well. Uh-huh. So they're making like a pretty bold claim. Yep. No, I I love it. Yeah, Seattle's best. Uh, give me Milwaukee's best for for beers. Jerry's Jughouse you sell for a dollar twenty five. It's the go to. 
Seattle's best always reminds me of college too, because like on campus at the little convenience stores, they always had Seattle's best mm. in those like like coffee dispensers. Uh-huh. So it, it always it always takes me back a little bit. That's funny. My uh, one of my good friends, we you know we all had like the unlimited meal plans and stuff for Commons. Um, so he would yeah. go in in the morning sometimes and would just like steal a bag of the ground coffee out of the thing. He was like, well, <laughs> he's like, technically I have the unlimited meal plan. So he's like, I could, if I wanted to sit here and just make like, you know, 60 cups of coffee. So it's like, it's not really any different. <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely was pushing the limits. He, he was going plus ultra yeah. in, in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not not to derail things like too much, but I, I know we both saw that uh, article in the our old college oh, yeah. newspaper mm-hmm. about how like the food in the cafeteria has gone completely downhill over the past few years. And, yep. and there was some like there was some quality quotes and solid journalism in that piece. Oh, this was the best northern piece like, I've, ever, I've ever read. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> like I my my stomach was turning in the descriptions of like uh-huh. pink chicken uh, <laughs> yeah. pizza with grease like dripping down someone's arm and into their sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was truly wild. Yep. Yeah. No. Sh- I I don't remember the name, but shout out whoever wrote that. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Um. All right. Well, let's uh hop into hop into weekly shonen jump here. Uh. So I'll give us the rundown, and then we'll just go back over and discuss them. Um, so the uh, cover page, lead color page this week is Sakamoto Days, with the other color pages going to Akana Banashi, Witch Watch, and then uh, that kind of one-shot Neon Vampire, which uh, we'll just kind of talk about it now. Have you um, seen like the, the actual cover for it this week? Because it shows a little icon of Neon Vampire. It no, actually looks, cool. I'm, I'm it actually cool looks pretty up. cool. It's, uh, it's just like a little small, like, you know, profile picture looking thing almost, but it's like this... Um, this like all white guy, he's got like this crazy white hair. It, I don't know. It, it looked, uh, interesting at least like, you know, something that I would yeah. at least, uh, like if they even have the Japanese scans kind of flip through just to see. Um, yeah. Let's see. I got it pulled up right now. Um, mm-hmm. this is the one that has like the Yuzakura color page or cover page, right? Uh, it might be on that one. No, it should be this week's with the Sakamoto days one. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll, I'll look it up in a bit. Okay. It sounds fire because I I was really excited to see what that was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it it looked uh looked pretty cool. Um, and then in the uh, one spot is Jujutsu Kaisen, followed by One Piece and Blue Box. And then we get our two uh, new series, um, Ginka and Galuna, and Tokyo Demon Bride Story. At four and five is Mashal and Undead Unluck. Um, at number six is Elusive Samurai, the Me and Roboco, PPP, PPP, Mission Yozakura Family, and then Black Clover rounds out the top ten. And then our bottom three slots, we have Aliens Area, High School Family, Super Smartphone, and then Absent This Week is My Hero Academia, uh, Ruby Dragon, as usual, and then, uh, as usual, Hunter Hunter, but, uh, you know, maybe not for long. Yeah, maybe... Not for like seven days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we'll you know we can start with with that. Yeah, Hunter Hunter is uh, coming back next week. Apparently, it's going to get a, a color page too, um, which pretty crazy because I think I think I might be wrong, but I started reading uh, like 
like I got the got the app and stuff in it was like April of 2019 and I want yeah. to say that was it was like you know I wasn't like caught up with every series and stuff by then but it was like maybe that week or like two weeks before or something like that was when the last Hunter Hunter uh chapter was out so literally like yeah the whole time i've been like invested in manga there's just been no hunter hunter chapters <laughs> yeah it's crazy um because i think 2020 was when i like really started reading hunter or maybe it was actually 20 like last year it feels mm-hmm. like so much longer ago but yeah to yeah. me i i i was catching up on it assuming that it would just never return mm-hmm. and I was mostly just like curious to see what all the hype was about. And yeah. I got like totally sucked in. I think I made it to chapter 300 after about a week or two. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think you had a similar experience. Uh, totally like fell off of it right before this current arc begins. Mm-hmm. The, the setup for the sort of Dark Continent exhibition or uh, this Dark Continent trip is like... Yeah it's just convoluted and there's all these like factions and countries and political beefs that you have to comprehend to walk into it and And just a ton of text and stuff too like all the stuff that we complain about like with jujutsu kaisen gege ripped off of hunter hunter (laughs) yeah but like now that i'm sort of just like getting over that hurdle and actually reading this arc Mm-hmm. Once you get over the initial just wall of text, which I don't think was completely necessary to actually comprehend what's going on. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Uh, I feel like Hunter Hunter is similar to Star Wars in that there's all of this like lore and there's no way for you to really comprehend it. Mm-hmm. But the lore itself is more like for atmosphere. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't necessarily you can, yeah. need to. Like I've been, yeah. uh, you know, getting, trying to get back caught up too, because yeah, I, I stopped when like the Krolo and the Hisoka fight started. Cause it was just, you know, explaining Krolo's powers, which I still don't understand, but I just started like, right. I don't know, kind of like skimming them over. I'm like, do I really, do I actually need to know like how this works? And I mean, the fight was pretty enjoyable and I feel like I understood what was going on, but I couldn't, you know, I can't recite what Krolo's powers actually do. And I don't. I don't think it's entirely necessary. It's just kind of, uh, you know, food for the the super fans and people who keep up with the wikis. <laughs> right. That's why I think he's like he is really similar to George Lucas in that like there there are definitely Star Wars movies where they're kind of bogged down by all of this like weird uh, political discourse happening in the background mm-hmm. or just like all of these distinctions between different nations or planets within the Star Wars universe. But at the same time, you can also just watch it and be like, I don't understand this, but it's cool and creative. Yeah, you can be and like, Darth Maul looks kind cool. Of am, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's kind of where I am in Hunter x Hunter right now, because I am like two chapters away from being completely caught up. Mm-hmm. And in this current arc where there is a battle for succession to the throne on this like whale-shaped <laughs> cruise liner, like you're you're seeing this sort of battle taking place between 14 different princes who are all trying to uh you know assume the throne after their father the king dies Mm -hmm. and like i have no clue exactly 
like what the relevance of this nation is it's yeah. probably explained but i just didn't remember it mm-hmm. because i read this like so long ago yep but the princes themselves all have this like really cool distinct design and i feel like everything's drawn in a completely different art style mm-hmm. and then each prince has this like nin beast which is they, they all look like sort of like Yu-Gi-Oh or like Jujutsu Kaisen type creatures that just follow them around everywhere. Yeah. And they have the most like insane, occasionally completely out of pocket designs. <laughs> yeah, they range from like uncomfortable a, to look at. I was going to say they range from like a giant teddy bear, which is just, you know, like a cool mascot looking thing to like this centaur giraffe looking woman almost (laughs) yeah like some are crazy and that's why like even if things like go completely off the rails and i'm not comprehending what's going on at least i know the art is going to be if not like super good looking at Mm -hmm. least super creative people shit on hunter hunter's artwork all the time but when togashi's like on a roll he Mm -hmm. puts out some of the coolest looking panels and pages in the game well yeah and i think he redraws some of them for when the volumes actually come out so i think like maybe some of the more like the last couple chapters might just be straight from like the the weekly show and jump rip but at least where i'm at i think they're you know, on the app at least, they're taken from the from the volumes, so they are a, a little bit better. I want to go back and see because there's always that famous panel of Gone after the um, uh, what you call it, the Chimera Ant arc, where he's like waving goodbye. Oh it's yeah, just, it's like the you know the poster of just terrible Togashi art, and it is, I mean, putrid. Um, so I want to see if that one was ever like redrawn or something because that's like a. a big like kind of cool moment it just looks so horrible (laughs) yeah at the same time i almost like that about hunter hunter because (laughs) it it sort of like peels back the the layer of polish you usually get from shonen jump and shows Mm -hmm. you like even behind that like this is what the story words look like this is what it looks like it's like when um it's like when an artist releases a deluxe version of their album and they put all the demos on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, th- this is the demo version of Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, these are the... Uh, yeah, it's the... When people say, like, they like the, uh, you know, the, the 2008 Trapped Under Eyes demo better than they do the actual 7-inch. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is the, the manga for those people. Yeah, like I, I definitely don't think it's good, and I don't like it better. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I think it's, I think it's funny that it exists. Yeah, I, I will say the one thing I appreciate it for too is that it does kind of show you that you don't need like excellent art for your manga to be good. I mean, you know, I, I think if the if the hundred hundred art had been like that from chapter one, it probably would not have been uh, that well received, right? Like, right. you can't do three hundred fifty chapters of that. But I don't know. I think it does show that, like, if you have a pretty, I mean, you know, Hunter Hunter is a great story. Um, so if right. you, you know, kind of knock it out with a story, your art doesn't have to, you know, be incredible. It can be pretty, pretty mediocre and or just straight up bad and have a good manga. Yeah, <laughs> I um, totally agree. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else on Hunter Hunter? Do we want to move into uh, into the actual weekly Shonen Jump we've got this week? Yeah, we'll have a lot more to say about it next week, so yeah. I'll, I'll hold off on any more. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so for the, the cover, we have Sakamoto Days. Um, 
I looked at the the picture of the cover as I mentioned earlier. It's a uh, it's fine. It's nothing like crazy. I think it's just a picture of you know the cast just like looking at the at the reader or whatever. Um, it's all right. Yeah, I, I haven't always... seen what the actual chapter color page looks like, but the the actual cover is just you know it's fine. I'm so accustomed to really good Sakamoto Days art that seeing <laughs> like even seeing something that's just like kind of mid like mm-hmm. for Sakamoto Days, it's still really good. Yeah, exactly. It's I, well, it's I better than the, the it's better than the Mission Yozakurafan okay. one from last week. The the Yozafam one uh, we didn't mention, it, but I think I texted it to you. Like it just uh, the cover from last week with Yozafam just like. I don't know, like highlight to me how boring Tayo's character design is. Yes. Like it's so basic and just plain. <laughs> and it's a shame too, because I think the brothers and sisters in the series have great mm-hmm. character designs that are pretty memorable. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, yeah, he and um, his like wife in the series, whose name is uh, escapes me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Honestly, she she's got a pretty boring design as well. If mm-hmm. she didn't have that like white streak in her hair, I don't yep. think she'd have any distinguishing characteristics. <laughs> None at all. Yeah, I am looking at the cover page right now, and mm-hmm. yeah, Neon Vampire does look pretty fire. He actually mm-hmm. kind of looks like Kiloa a little bit. Yeah, Kiloa like was a few years older. Mm-hmm. I love in the corner of the cover page too. We get this little like. Uh, little panel that has Ikana Banashi and Witch Watch in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah they're the other uh, what we call it other color pages for this week. Um, yeah, um, this is like the most uh, even even the cover page here. Even though it's like Sakamoto days, this is the most feminine looking Shonen Jump cover <laughs> of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just needed a. If it had been blue box on the actual cover, it would have just yeah been like it might as well just be a shojo magazine. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, the recent Sakamoto Days color or uh, color pages chapters have been pretty great. I loved this chapter. I thought it was pretty awesome. This one where the um, what you call it the like that old lady teacher or whatever gets up like at the very end and she's dead and still like throws that like spike at the guy to protect her student was yeah. uh sick um even if it was a little i mean you know all these are obviously unrealistic but that was like even more unrealistic than normal soccer <laughs> days which is a, a little bit weird you know so like coming coming alive after death to like protect her student was very uh like naruto ish but uh it it still looked really cool <laughs> well i think last week we were talking about scream and this mm-hmm. whole arc has kind of been riffing on different movie genres. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of the scene from the first Scream movie where the the killer like pops up after they think he's dead mm-hmm. to like make one final attack. And they're like, that's why you have to shoot him twice. Yep. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of that because when she pops out and like throws the spike at him, this director guy is like, now that's what I call Japanese horror. So yep. I felt like it kind of was an homage to like the the villain in a horror movie popping mm-hmm. up at the end to make one final swipe at the protagonist. Yep. Yeah. I could see it. Definitely. Um, but yeah, this, uh, yeah, this Sakamoto days arc, as we've been saying is really great. And I thought this, this was just a really, a really good chapter overall. Um, yeah. You know, so it, 
excited to see what we've excited to see what we've got coming this week too because uh yeah i guess we kind of wrapped up this this fight and stuff um so interesting where we you know where we go next i guess we'll see um what's his name uh i can't remember the guy that can read minds uh name but i guess we'll yeah. we'll probably uh flip over to like whatever is going on with him right now is what i'd imagine yeah i've got hunter hunter on the brain right now but mm-hmm. i feel like sakamoto days is one of the series right now that still you know has really long drawn out arcs Mm -hmm. kind of in the same way that hunter hunter does um because i feel like we've sort of been on this school arc for the better part of this year but yeah it's it's been been so interesting and there's there's been a lot of like world building within it that Mm -hmm. has made it a lot more interesting than say uh not to keep shitting on it but a mission yuzakura family arc like yes. If, if they were infiltrating a building for this long, I, w- I would have like dropped it by now um. because <laughs> it's so samey. But Sakamoto mm-hmm. Days manages to like juggle all of these different subplots and make it work. Yep. Well, and I feel like he they just go in depth enough with the Sakamoto Days, sort of like you know lore and story and stuff, without like totally bogging you down. Like Mission Yozaku family, you know honestly might have like pretty similar arc setups and stuff but he spends like two whole chapters talking about like you know these uh like the blooming and all this you know all this flower stuff or whatever that like i just i don't get what he's trying to you know trying to do i don't understand it um whereas sakamoto days there's sort of like yeah this person's bad and they want to take down the you know like the society because you know this person wronged them it's like okay yeah i get it like that's you know that's fine (laughs) and now that i think about it i think sakamoto days is pretty unique in that it kind of and maybe i'm just not remembering because you know i've been reading it for so long but Mm -hmm. i feel like it's really avoided going into flashback scenes or like extended bits of backstory on characters yeah mm-hmm. you kind of get bits and pieces of that as you move on like somebody will mention that they went to school with sakamoto where you know mm-hmm. they were rivals with him back in the day but they don't necessarily show you that they sort of allude to it and yeah i think that makes it flow a lot better because mm-hmm. a lot has happened in a relatively short amount of time yeah, it feels like you're always making progress. This thing, like, flashback arcs can be kind of cool, but then it's like, when it's done, it's sort of like, oh, well, I'm just, we're back to where we were six weeks ago or whatever, you know, which is, uh, can be annoying. But yeah, Sakamoto Days, it might, yeah, there might be like a panel or two that flashes back to like, oh, here was Sakamoto Days with like his friends, you know, when they were in school kind of deal. Um, but for the most part, you're still just like chugging along with the story. The pacing is definitely, uh, it's one of the faster paced series in Mm -hmm. Shonen Jump right now. And I think that's the reason it's doing so well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, And then next up we have Akanabanashi. Um, Another good Akanabanashi chapter, just like flipping through it again. And uh, once again, say it every week, but the art in Akanabanashi is, it it might have like the the best art in in the magazine if we're we're being honest. Yeah. it's so clean. Right. <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> and we've mentioned this briefly before, but speaking of shonen series that sort of take traditional tropes and subvert them, Akane mm-hmm. Banashi always does that. Yeah. Akane is the inverse of every shonen character, or like the values that shonen jump series sort of promote. 
because mm-hmm. here we're seeing Akane is sort of like the underclassman in this school. And at first you see her like sort of doting on all of the upperclassmen and like sort of getting like hazed. Mm-hmm. But it's at the end, it's showing like if she continues to like sacrifice herself and put other people first, uh, she'll never make it. She's yeah. got to like put herself first and be selfish. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting because yeah, her character is kind of like her character is like kind of arrogant and, but she has like confidence to back it up and mm-hmm. she's really like, you know, taking on the new generation. And usually that's something you see at the beginning of a shonen series where like a character has that attitude, but then they learn like, Oh, like I gotta like put my selfishness and yeah. self-centeredness aside. But here mm-hmm. they're like, Akane needs to be like the reason she's a good protagonist is because she's self-centered. Yeah, and she almost seems like, I don't know, she knows that she's good, but still can yeah. improve and stuff, right? Like, if this had been, right. I don't know, some other shonen series, that character would have been like, yeah, I know I'm the best. And then they would have got their ass beat in chapter three. And then it would right. have been like, you know, <laughs> 45 chapters of them being like, oh, I suck and I need to I need to train harder or whatever, right? She's like, yeah, I know I'm pretty good, but, like, these people are all so much better than me. Like, she doesn't even have to get her ass beat. She just knows, um, right. which is cool. But And I think, yeah, Akanabanashi does that a lot. I think we mentioned it a little while ago, too. Like, there was the the one where it's, like, I don't know, she needs her family's permission to do Rakugo or something like that. And it's, like, it could very easily have been, like, the, you know, no, you can't do that because blah, blah, blah. And they were just sort of, like, yeah, go for it. Like, that's, you know, that's cool. <laughs> which yeah, is, I don't know, like- it's, it's refreshing to... I don't know, to see, like, a... Not, like, an entirely tropey character. Yeah, because you got a similar series that dropped right before Akanabinashi, uh, Shoha Shoten, which is, uh-huh. like, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. But definitely, like, it plays this type of series completely by the book. Yeah, like, I was gonna there, say, it's way no more surprises in it. Yeah. And, yeah, you get that dynamic immediately where uh, the main character wants to be a comedian Mm -hmm. and his parents are like no we'll never let you do that because you need to like go into a more practical safe career path Mm -hmm. and then he does a performance for them and they're like oh you're actually good we'll let you we'll let you do this now we'll let you pursue this um Mm -hmm. like yeah that's that's a pretty realistic way that that situation could go down but you know, it's done so often. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. really that interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, loving Akanabanashi right now. Um, excited to see what the uh, the color page looks like for this week too. And I feel like it's, um, you know, I mean, obviously it's been placing high and stuff and getting color pages, but I feel like it's gotten, it's like every three or four weeks we're like, oh yeah, we get another Akanabanashi color page. So cool to see it mm-hmm. uh, just doing so well. Um and I forgot to mention too, Sakamoto Days, I saw that it's got like, I guess a new volume coming out and maybe it's it's on chapter 90. So I guess it's probably like closing in on its uh, like two year anniversary kind of deal. Um, yeah. But in the new volume, it gets like a, a shout out from uh, Gege who makes a Jujutsu Kaisen. So kind of cool for, for it too. Yeah. Um, Gege, I don't know if I've seen him like specifically recommend something recently. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I feel I don't like know. he recommends the stuff that his like former staff members come out with, mm-hmm. but none of those. <laughs> yeah, I want to well, say he's got like a 
like an illustration that's going to come out too of Sakamoto Days, which I'm I'm excited oh, to see because he he did one that was um, I guess it was with Bleach. They sort of he and uh, Kubo like drew a character from each other's thing, and he did one of uh, I can't remember the guy's name, something Mayuri, um, who's the mm-hmm. probably my favorite Bleach character. He's so cool. Um, <laughs> but it looked it looked really cool. Like seeing other characters in his style is fun because it's you know that kind of sketchiness that you don't see from like a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I'd like to see some Sakamoto Days character uh, drawn by him. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about My Hero Academia. Like I always talk about the art style, but man, I love when uh, Horikoshi draws another series uh-huh. characters in his own style. Yep. Say what you want about My Hero Academia being trash. A uh, recent arc. <laughs> is trash but this this dude can draw yeah the art is uh fantastic all the way through um our next color page we have is witch watch um once again witch watch has been getting getting... a lot of color pages recently too yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i i love this chapter i love all the ones about like the manga within the manga um and this, this one awesome. very much felt like a skeptic's chapter yeah well and it felt a lot like a uh like a shinohara insert too because it's all about like you know kind of the manga making process and uh they're like you know yeah i can do it in this amount of time and i think he even puts a note in there or something like that he's like no you cannot do it in this amount of time or something yeah um i also like that yeah he he was talking about uh how you always got to back up your files and how you can always count on like anytime you send a file it's going to get corrupted Mm-hmm. And yeah, like when when you're on a deadline, that will always happen. <laughs> yep, <laughs> definitely. I was gonna say it's a uh, happened to maybe not corrupt it, but uh, we've had our fair share of technical difficulties with this podcast right. even <laughs> throughout the past few weeks. So <laughs> yeah, I uh, I feel I, it. <laughs> I love in like the I think the second page it shows the text between like the two main characters for this chapter, and one of them is like I guess it's supposed to be a meme that's like within this fandom it's just like a character and then it has like the top text bottom text that says meet me where we always meet yep (laughs) i can't tell if this is supposed to be like a like a line sticker or it's supposed to be an image macro but it made me laugh Mm -hmm. honestly reading through manga and stuff i really wish that we like used line and things like that over here i was reading a some thread on reddit it was um this is totally unrelated, but uh, yeah, it was about like um, I don't know the new iPhone or something like that, and it's of course it's Reddit, so people are like, you know, no, I've had my you'll have, you'll have to rip my Android from my cold dead hands. It's so much better, <laughs> blah blah blah. And then you know someone replies, yeah. and it's like green text, lol, <laughs> or green bubble, exactly. lol. Um, but it it was something like I don't know. Someone's like, it's always weird to me when I hear like Americans talking about this because every other country. Uh, uses like line or um whatsapp what whatsapp or something like that so like you know it's so bizarre to see people like actually using the you know the like the messaging app that comes with the you know the thing which makes a lot of sense now that i think about it like yeah line or something like that would be way cool they've got like stickers with anime characters and things like that in it like why am i using iMessage? yeah line has 
I'll like see stuff about it on Twitter. They mm-hmm. have almost every major series or video game or just like yeah. any, anything that has like little mascots. Mm-hmm. Like they've got lion stickers. I was gonna say it it's always a, a, yeah. an announcement in Weekly Shonen Jump. They're like, you know, this series has been out for a year. It's getting lion stickers. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I guess lion is. It's not. I wouldn't say it's similar to Discord. I would say it's similar to what like Facebook Messenger was for me mm-hmm. about a half decade ago. Yeah, because when Facebook was like sort of like back when people still like kind of use Facebook, but it was starting to die out. Mm-hmm. I feel like I still had like the majority of my conversations on Messenger, and yeah. Messenger did have a lot of like cool stickers based on cartoons or like tv series mm-hmm. and i do kind of like I, I deleted my facebook a while back but i do kind of miss the messenger app <laughs> because it just had like all of this level of customization on it mm-hmm. yeah well and there i think it is actually pretty similar to discord because there's a there's like a whole joke i guess in uh kaguya-sama love is war where one of the characters is like why do people use line just use discord it's so much better <laughs> which is funny um but yeah so yeah that's that's my aside about uh you know messaging apps i guess <laughs> <laughs> um do you have any other witch watch notes we want to move into uh into our actually ranked series yeah let's uh hop into jujutsu kaisen yeah, so let me see. Let me get a refresh on what actually happened last week in Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen. Chapter 200 for Jujutsu Kaisen, which is pretty crazy. I think I got yeah, caught up like, even... right around when Chapter 100 dropped or maybe a little bit before. So pretty wild yeah, to have been like reading it weekly for over half the series. <laughs> this chapter really felt like Hunter Hunter to me because like we get a few pages of the main characters and mm-hmm. then we like flash forward to I think it's like a UN conference and yeah. um Ghetto is like talking to all of these world leaders mm-hmm. about using um like spirit energy, which to yeah. me felt very similar to what's going on in Hunter Hunter right now. I was gonna where say this all is these world leaders a... are gathering to learn about Nin. <laughs> yep, this I was is like say, this a is rip. exactly a rip from the yeah, from the succession arc or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, now that I'm caught up on Hunter Hunter, I'm like, so basically, like, Gege just read the Succession arc, and then was like, okay, I'm gonna start my own series that is basically <laughs> just, like, the continuation of the Succession arc. Because it came out around the time Hunter Hunter was, like, really falling off in terms mm-hmm. of consistency. So Yeah, yeah Jujutsu Kaisen is 100% like a, an amalgamation of Bleach and Hunter Hunter. I don't, you know... uh and I don't think he would even like deny that. Like I said, he did the yeah, you know, the kind of the collab thing with the the guy who made Bleach, and you know, talked about like how much he loved reading that and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. Now that I've been like reading Hunter Hunter, uh, you know, more or like trying to get caught up with it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is 100 percent just like you know riffing on that like. Yeah, it's the succession arc with a little bit of Greed Island thrown in. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Especially this most recent one is very yeah Greed Island esque. Yeah, I thought it was kind of a confusing chapter, but I did love the page where um, Yuji is trying to convey uh-huh. that he's gonna have to like die so that they can kill Sukuna within him, but he's mm-hmm. trying not to say it out loud, so he's 
making all these wild hand gestures yep. and Megami. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like a baseball manager telling someone to bunt. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fun that was a fun part of the chapter, but overall like once again i was kind of my eyes started glazing over around page 15 yeah i just i need to go back and like read the wiki for like you know all these past arcs just to like get a refresher on yeah. who some of these people are and what's actually going on because yeah once again i just i don't know and then i also never understood how the like cursed energy and stuff actually works like it's, it's about as you know, easy to understand as nin is i was gonna say to go back to hunter hunter i feel a little bit the same about nin um but yeah just like i don't know this over explained power system it's like you know you could just be like yeah we have powers and you know we can fight yeah. these demon things with them like that'd be fine yeah not to get too deep into it but i think where hunter hunter where jujutsu kaisen really gets confusing is mm-hmm. with the like can't remember what they're called but the weird like barriers or like those like dome yeah the domain expansions can... yeah domain mm-hmm. expansion i think that's where it really starts to confuse me yeah because after 200 chapters i'm not really sure what they do it's something where they get like a guaranteed hit but yeah then, like you actually don't get one <laughs> uh-huh. and, <at laughs> and they've all got these rules nin... and yeah yeah at least nin is like complicated because each like nin ability is specific to the person that uses it so mm-hmm. they're basically just like superpowers with extra steps yeah but here we've got this whole like extra element that creates all of these other rules and i still don't really understand it mm-hmm. yep yeah i feel the uh exact same way <laughs> <laughs> um moving over we have one piece um Cool chapter here. We got, like I said, the last chapter we gotten was like a, a reveal, a reveal of a character that we had, you know, kind of been waiting to see for, you know, mm. probably like ten or fifteen years at this point. Um, <laughs> but so we now we see that uh, they're like, um, what you call it? That this person, like I, I mentioned, I think last week that like, you know, they had like a number two on their chest and they were a woman, and I think no one had kind of expected them to be a woman. But now we see that there's basically yeah. this person has like they've sort of split themselves up into six different people sort of deal mm. or something like that, um, which is kind of cool. And then we get uh, some more panels. It looks like we're going to get the he'd been sort of like shown throughout, but uh, kind of the reappearance of one of the I think probably the most popular villains from the the series uh, or some one of people's favorite villains. So uh, pretty cool. I'm excited for this arc to really kind of kick into gear. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, like you know, getting some some new characters that we've been really wanting to see, and then yeah, maybe the return of some kind of some old favorites, um, which will be fun. Um, let's see. Next up, we Blue have Box Blue is Box. up next. Um, um, I think your prediction for what was going to happen with the card game uh, mm-hmm. came completely true. They were like, "Who who is the person that you love in this room?" and mm-hmm. someone interrupted him and was like he actually loves the guy that he's in uh badminton <laughs> rivalry with yep yeah this yeah another just like i don't know total total throwaway we could have had a, a great uh you know confession moment almost but nope <laughs> yeah we get this whole sequence where he like uh drops off a bag <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And then so yeah, at the end, then, he, like, yeah. he like scrapes his elbow and she's putting the bandage on him. And so I feel like we've had that moment 47 times throughout Blue Box where it's like, you know, yeah, like I said, we always see it. Like we need some actual stakes in Blue Box where it's like, oh man, Chinatsu's going to hate me. And then, yeah, something like this happens. She's like, oh yeah, let me uh, put this bandage on you. <laughs> it's like this, uh, you know, I don't know, this this almost hopeful moment for Taiki and then uh yeah she goes back and talks to uh the the Steph Curry guy again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be real like um I know for a while we've been like, yeah, Blue Box can keep doing what it does every week and it's gonna be awesome. I'm mm-hmm. actually kinda ready for it to I'm kinda ready for it to take some risks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still you know, I still still love it. I thought this chapter was great as well, but yeah, I would um I'd be down for just, you know, something, some sort of real conflict, you know, that doesn't get just like hand waved in three panels. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and I, I want to mention I... of the, the Draymond Green and Jordan Poole fight as well. That would be <laughs> fantastic too, since, uh, yes, since they're, you know, Mira is clearly a Golden State Warriors fan. Yeah, I mean, maybe Taiki is gonna like run up onto the basketball practice and just like sock this guy in the face. That would be tight. I'd be down with that. <laughs> be awesome. We need to like, like I don't really follow the NBA like that, but just being on like Twitter and Reddit, I, mm-hmm. I I'm privy to all the memes and stuff. I think they need to start infusing some like R slash NBA memes <laughs> into Blue Box. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm all I'm here for it. Yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah, like um maybe maybe we've got like, you know, you know, Taiki is torn between these two girls, but now he's gonna like catch feelings for the third girl and he's gonna be like, I got one more in me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking my talents to uh the Batman team manager. You know, I I really I really want to see more of her. I think in these type of series, that's mm-hmm. that's the character I'm always drawn to. Um, well, and so. she's the only one that's sort of introducing any real chaos to the mix. Um, yeah, yeah. So definitely this, the the most I think the kind of the most interesting blue box character is yeah the the manager. Things are getting really Toradora in blue box right mm-hmm. now because you've got like. Um, I, it's not like a one-to-one comparison, but you've got the two main girls, which are kind of like Taiga and Minarine. One of them has pink hair. Mm-hmm. One of them, you know, they kind of look similar, but this, this girl is definitely like Ami from Toradora. Yep. The, yep. the new one that's been introduced. Mm-hmm. It, it, and they're, they're on like a school trip arc. It's kind of similar at this point. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some influence this dude with yeah. the glasses and the middle part reminds me of the friend from Toradora a lot. Yeah, the yeah the the guy with the glasses in Toradora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um. All right. Next up, we have our two new series. We have Ginka and Gluna. I gotta be honest. I don't have a lot to say about Ginka and Gluna, except it's uh it seems to be going downhill fast, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> last week i said like i've got hope for it and it could go either way it needs to slow down a little bit now my opinion is just that it's ass yeah it sucks it's bad we yeah the the there was a cool point where um 
what's his name ginka turns into like a submarine that was pretty tight uh the mm-hmm. rest of this i don't know pretty whack we get a, a ginka clone appears here at the end um yeah not really feeling ginka and gluna I really want to like this because I think it's cool that we're getting a traditional shonen series where we have like a main trio and they're all female. I think mm-hmm. that's cool, but unfortunately yeah. the series sucks. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But I, I kind of want to like it because mm-hmm. I, I like the designs of the characters. I love the little snowman guy. Yeah. But it's just, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing here. And it yeah, seems I, like I wish people, it was better. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the people in the uh, Manga Plus comments who tend to generally defend every new series mm-hmm. are like, this is going way too fast. I'm, I, I don't <laughs> get what's going on here. Yeah, if the Manga Plus chapters aren't uh, like raving about you, you know you're you're in deep waters. <laughs> yeah, someone says this feels like a summary. The manga feels like a summary of itself. Honestly, and that's, a, that's an apt description. Yeah, yeah that's the best description I've heard manga. for it yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah every chapter feels like i've missed it yeah it feels like uh, you were talking about it a few weeks ago with that like the pokemon manga or whatever that was just sort of a an amalgamation of like random chapters from one of the arcs that's what yeah. every and gluna chapter that's what it feels <laughs> like so far right like that this is actually like a 40 chapter series and we've just gotten like six random chapters out of it basically exactly because like the first page of every chapter will be like and now we're in this city <laughs> and now we're underground uh-huh yep yep or like, like yeah I, i've been asleep for 10 you know this person's been asleep for 10 hours and they've been like fighting all these villains or whatever it's yeah, yeah all absolutely. the action is taking place off screen like a uh-huh. whole the first major <laughs> battle of the series happened just in between two chapters mm-hmm yep yeah and then what's, no, what's going on in this final page then there's just like a whole other character that looks exactly like Ginka, <laughs> except he is like a rock and and he says that he actually is ginkga yeah it hasn't been set up at all um yeah i i would be shocked if ginkga and gluna is in the magazine in you know another 15 or 20 weeks <laughs> yeah i've i I remember when both of these first came out, like one after the other, I'm like, man, this is awesome. It's there's two, mm-hmm. you know, series that came out that have really good art with a lot of polish. Cause I think well, Gink and Gluna had the first two chapters of Gink and Gluna were pretty solid. I was going to say, I think we said yeah. like, it was nice to see two series that felt like they were, I don't know, like competent or like knew what they were doing or where they were going. <laughs> and Gink and you know, spoke too soon. The Gink and Gluna artist just like smacked me in the face. Was like, you know, you idiot. <laughs> yeah i'll Um, say this compared to the other like just immediate flop series this mm -hmm. one has good art compared to earth child or even candy flurry like Mm -hmm. the art is definitely a step up because candy flurry was one i felt pretty strongly about at first where i was like i want this to succeed Mm -hmm. and yeah candy flurry's artist didn't really have the chops well, in writing or design and this this person does have design chops at least well and ginkgo gluna is at least it's the sort of setting that i wish that candy flurry almost had like i don't think the ginkgo gluna worlds are like 
incredible by any means, but they're way more, I don't know, whimsical than just the concrete boxes that we got for Candy Flurry, right? Like, Candy Flurry was all about these, you know, candy powers <laughs> and stuff, and it's like, we didn't even, like, it wasn't, you know, like, colorful really at all. And Ginkgo and Gluna, I think, at least has a little bit of that going for it. Yeah. Where, when we did know, our Jump Plus, yeah, when we did our Jump Plus episode, mm-hmm. uh, when we were talking about Hokkaido girls. Yeah. We were both like, man, there should be a uh, Shonen Jump series that's in a snowy setting. (laughs) And we got our wish right away. And unfortunately, (laughs) I take it back. I don't want that. This sucks. The ultimate monkey's paw. Exactly. You get it. You get you get a snow centric Shonen Jump series and it's impossible to follow. Yep. <laughs> um, next up, though, is actually a series that I'm, you know, kind of enjoying is Tokyo Demon Bride Story. Um, I think this was pretty yep. sick, to be honest. Like, this is a, a competent series. I thought this last chapter was pretty fun with, like, the mix up with the, uh, you know, this, like, superhero guy and this, like, demon spirit looking thing. But it turns <laughs> out it's just the, like, the main character. Yeah, this one's cool. And I think it actually does the sort of. You know, it, it kind of ends the chapters with like these little like sentimental moments, and I think those aren't you know they're not fantastic. I'm not like really feeling the characters, but uh, you know, I think they they work pretty well. Um, it doesn't feel yeah. like super super corny like I think it it could. Yeah, this one felt very uh, this one felt very witch watch too because there's just <laughs> this like goofy scenario based on a misunderstanding. Well, I'm and... pretty sure we had. We basically had this in Witch Watch form like two weeks ago, right? When Khan has oh, to like right. chase down the superhero guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I love. Um, I don't know what the name of the subculture is, but like the sort of stuff with like Kamen Rider and mm-hmm. uh, like the Power, Power Rangers. Rangers and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's yeah, called like is it Sin Sentai Sinkai something like that? Maybe I'm yeah, that, up. that sounds right. I, I do love those kind of characters and mm-hmm. seeing them pop up in manga. It's really fun. And yep. within this series, um, I definitely hope we see more and more of Keroru. She is easily my favorite character in Tokyo Demon Bride story. Yep. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all in for the frog girl. Yep, definitely. And I have to say, too, I like the uh, like the other sisters. I think they're pretty good characters, too. Like, the older sister that's always drunk, and then the, the younger one that's sort of like the, you know, the the straight man, I guess, of the series. Um, I think yeah. they, there's, like, a good dynamic with the, the family here, too. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm pretty high on Tokyo Dino Bride story, to be honest. Yeah, it's rare that you get one of these series that already has, like, a huge cast this mm-hmm. early on. But that's usually a good sign. I mean, yep. Witch Watch had a pretty big cast this early on. Skeptics <laughs> did. Um, this it, it kind of feels like even though this is a, much more of an action series than anything Shinohara does, for some reason it reminds me of Shinohara a little bit. Similar mm-hmm. like humor and pacing. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up we have Mashal. Um, pretty good Mashal chapter last week as well. I thought this fight was cool. Um, <laughs> I did not expect that we would beat the uh, the guy that brought in the Cerberus thing in a matter matter of three pages. Um, <laughs> I think I think last week I I messed up and was like, oh, we'd already beat him, and realized that we hadn't. Uh, but you know, they they solved that in literally by the fourth page, so <laughs> it's cool. Um, but yeah, I like yeah. the uh, the the fight against um, I guess like the oldest brother, or whatever, was really cool. A, l- a lot of really great art in that. 
I'm cool with uh, Mashals sort of like hitting the gas right now because we've been in this arc for a while. And mm-hmm. Even though I enjoy it, like you know, I- I'm ready to like get moving. <laughs> yeah, and I-, I need to see Mash fight at some point. I feel like we probably will soon because I mean, this guy seems like he's the big bad of yeah. like Mash's family right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, he just maybe yeah, he'll just- wake up. Yeah, he just waxed these other two guys. So, yeah, I feel like we've he's got to be waking up soon. Yeah. Um, let's see next year's we have Undead Unluck. Uh I've I've got nothing on Undead Unluck. It's uh, <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like sort of shit on Undead Unluck maybe a little too much like it's a fine series, but that's like all I really have to to say about it. Um you know it yeah it tried to do this this thing again where like you know a character that's sort of been with us a while died but i don't know they're trying to like make it really emotional and i i just don't have any connection to any of these characters really right like they're so plain they're just you know these Mm -hmm. wooden boards i don't know it (laughs) whatever um it's fine and there's even this panel at the end where it's like you know she dies and Andy's like alter ego or whatever is gonna he's gonna like you know pop off because he's he's mad now but it's yeah. just it just doesn't even look good it's just like you know <laughs> him drawn with just like black all over his face I don't know it's yeah it's bad uh I mean not bad it's fine it's totally middling <laughs> which is you know yeah. something I guess <laughs> um next we have elusive samurai which i feel a little bit the same about but elusive samurai at least does some interesting things every so often and i think that the art is definitely way better than it is for undead unluck um yeah my only gripe with it is that it's it is a little bit hard to follow once again because you know a lot of these people look the same and they have very similar sounding names to me and you know so i can't necessarily follow it all but once again, cool looking, cool looking arc. And anytime someone like dies in this series, it's it's awesome. Matsui does the the thing he did like with the assassination classroom, where it's always these very like intense looking deaths almost. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you know, another yeah, another fine uh, Lucid Samurai chapter. But I don't know. I'm not reading it, but every time I flip through it, I'm like, man, this is pretty graphic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, this chapter in general, there's a there's a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think we said, you know, or at least I said a decent amount during Assassination Classroom. Like, I just want to see him do kind of more fights because I think he does them well. And this at least gives me that, even if I think the the story and the characters are significantly weaker mm-hmm. than they are in Assassination Classroom. Um, at number seven, we have me and Roboco. Um, what did we get here? Oh, this was like a... Oh, wait, I clicked on the wrong one because the new chapters are out. This was, I think, like a kind of confession chapter um but it was pretty funny at the end like the you know the girl confesses to a gorilla because she thought that the the world was going to end um but now she's like you know too embarrassed to to kind of hear him so she asked roboco to like you know wipe his memory and so she just beats him in the back of the head uh multiple times (laughs) until he forgets gives him like you know crazy concussion syndromes like or uh symptoms i guess um 
CT. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, pretty fun little chapter, pretty, you know, run of the mill, but just the, the panel of Roboco just smacking the shit out of a Gorilla is hilarious. <laughs> um, after that, we have PPP, PPP. This chapter, man, I swear we've had this chapter the past four chapters. <laughs> like, I'm just about done with this. This, yeah, you know, I read I'm, this, I'm, this one. It was like, didn't series. we just do this? I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with this. Kingdom Hearts, bootleg <laughs> Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. over dramatic ass series. It, it sucks, and I'm finally just gonna admit that it straight up sucks. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah, the man, once again, like, I think the art and like the character designs are like unique and kind of interesting, but I just, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if, I, if I didn't feel obligated to read this every week, I would mm-hmm. not. It, it's, it's really boring. And that's basically where I'm at. If I had to come in to it now and was like, you know, starting 53 chapters late, I would have gotten to chapter. You know, I might have got the chapter 15, but like, you know, okay, I can't do this anymore. But now it's like, what is five minutes of my week to just, you know, read it and see what happens? But even that, it's like, why? Am I really, you know, why am I reading PPP, PPP? Like, who am I going to discuss this with? (laughs) What, you know, what is this kind of like, I don't know. Am I ever going to use PPP to like draw back on with a series and be like, oh, yeah, this reminds me of this. Or this was clearly influenced by PPP, PPP, right? Like, it's not offering me <laughs> anything at all <laughs> yeah oh also like jumping back sort of to witch watch i just remembered like we're about to start an arc in witch watch because yeah, I, right. I was just mm-hmm. i was just looking peeking forward to see what the color page looked like for this week which by the way is fire but we're, oh, we're about to start a full-on arc and mm-hmm. it's been a minute since we've had like consecutive witch watch chapters that actually yeah like built on each other mm-hmm. so I, i'm i'm hyped for that just a yeah, little yeah like, they're gonna they're gonna go to like the, the dojin convention thing which yeah. is pretty cool this should be fun for sure mm-hmm. yeah and you're right the uh, the witch watch color page is incredible um let's see i have no other notes on ppp ppp <laughs> so yeah. to, to yozakura family i think we've talked about yozakura family a little bit but uh this chapter was okay um there's this really i don't know there's this double page spread near the end of like tayo and uh i don't remember his name but he's probably my favorite of the yozakura family siblings the the guy like the cat guy that transforms and stuff yeah he's of them, cool. i guess yeah they're like you know ready to like really start fighting and i feel like this is supposed to be a cool looking panel but they just look really weird they're very <laughs> awkwardly drawn they look like shiny almost um and also i'm gonna like the yozakura family color pages i swear they just do the same color page every time it's just like (laughs) the whole family like standing on rubble yep with like dramatic looking poses i mean Mm -hmm. they look cool like i said before i like the like specific designs of each character Mm -hmm. but yeah also this is gonna be like more of an abstract thought and i maybe like kind of just like trying to hate i feel like yozakura family's art looks a little dated to me yeah definitely it looks like a series from 2005 yeah i've been trying to like put my finger on what bothers me about it 
to me it looks like um a like not all that popular like anime fighting game like a 2d fighter from like 2013 a game that would be like on the ps3 that nobody really cared about but this is like yes it's very undernight undernight in birth or uh yeah something like that like blaze blue um <laughs> blaze blue is exactly what yep. i was thinking of they, these look comp, like blaze blue characters. something like that yep yeah definitely yeah it looks like a yeah it's 100 and arc systems works uh you know, fighting game that's not Guilty Gear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it's very... Yeah, it's very... It like, feels more like a video game drawn. than a manga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And honestly, these characters would be pretty cool, like, fighting game characters. <laughs> like, I think they yeah, have, like, like, unique enough powers and stuff. Like, Taya would just be your, your plain, you know, like, your Ryu stand-in, and, you know, you'd have some other, like characters with like cool attacks and stuff yeah this is actually a pretty sick 2d fighting game yeah like um Ichiro, like with mm-hmm. his like weird wires things like you could do some cool finishing moves with that yeah um, yeah he's basically byakuya from from undernight yeah yeah this would be yeah this would be pretty good man that's what we need yeah I'll, i would take that over the mission yozakura uh, anime any day i'd probably check out the fight yeah game. for real definitely <laughs> I would check out a Shonen Jump fighting game that wasn't just like a 3D yes. arena fighter any day. Yes, I want. Frank. Yeah, give me Capcom versus uh, Weekly Shonen Jump or something like that. That would be pretty tight. Yeah, that would be or, cool. Or yeah, give me give me Arc Systems Works versus uh, Weekly Shonen Jump. <laughs> that would that would actually be better. Um, let's see. Next up, Black Clover. Black Clover pretty low again. I feel like it's been. You know, once again, Black Clover's not in danger of, like, getting axed, obviously, right? Like, it's got a movie coming out, and it's in its final arc. But it's been, uh, yeah. you know, bouncing around the the bottom of the of the uh, table of contents pretty frequently, I think. Um, I think people are starting to, to grow a little tired of it. But I, I'm liking this arc so far now. You know, I didn't like this, the sort of quick transition into it, but, uh, you know, he's in this, like, different... Like, very kind of, like, you know, old Japanese land that looks, you know, it's cool. It's just a different setting from what we've normally had. Yeah. Which is just, you know, Lord of the Rings or something is what mm-hmm. we pretty much had with Black Clover. But, uh, yeah, this one's this one's fun. I like these other characters. Yami's sister's cool. The uh, the kind of king of this land is is fun. Um, you know, decent, decent, uh, decent chapter last week and, uh, you know, cool with this arc. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Aliens Area. Um, gotta refresh myself okay. on what we did last week. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's, you know, I'm not as high on it as I was when we were just doing the sort of, you know, uh, like little petty crime of the week thing. Um, now that we're get- getting like a little more serious with the story. I don't think it's like held up as much, but uh, the art is really good in this yeah there was a one <laughs> there was a one panel or like series of panels i thought was kind of dumb though it just felt like they were mm-hmm. filling space like it's on um it's near the end but the whole bottom of the page is just like four consecutive <laughs> panels that oh, show the moving? protagonist yeah, yeah his head like do we need to see this yeah i felt like he was just like oh i don't know what to draw at the bottom of those panels so i'm gonna do like every mm-hmm. frame of this guy's head <laughs> moving from the right to the left yep yep but i do like this uh 
this final like double page spread i think it's pretty cool looking mm-hmm. where he's just like sitting down in front of the guy um yeah yeah but i agree that one feels a little bit like a a waste of space <laughs> yeah the one panel where this dude is like ashing a cigarette into a dead mm-hmm. man's mouth is pretty wild there like i said before this is a pretty graphic series yeah it's definitely yeah this is the the chainsaw man successor 100 percent of just like you know kind of like typical shonen series but just like doing kind of you know crazier like something you know a little more intense or gory than yeah all the other series um yeah a shame it's not gonna be around long but you know i seeing how the actual like plot driven story is being handled i don't know how this would have gone for you know 150 chapters mm-hmm. right like you know like once that once they got to the point where it's like okay we have to start like moving it along i could have seen it getting to you know yozakura family tier where it's like all right you know i I like the slice of life moments but actual the actual story of it uh isn't working yeah totally agree um next up we have high school family um let's see lower than i would like for high school family but you know it's below aliens area that's yeah so i mean it got a it got the color page last week though, so yeah, I'm not you know I'm not it's worried about it. And yeah, I love the color page, um, but yeah, this one was fun. It was a shogi chapter. This guy, they're saying he's like possessed by. I think it's supposed to be like a uh, Hikaru no go sort of uh, ripoff because I think that's basically what it is. There, like, yeah, kind of. He's not possessed, but he gets help from this like you know old old shogi player, and that's what this is supposed to kind of be. But uh, yeah fun chapter i love all the the shogi chapters in it and uh yeah haruka just beating this kid was great um you know uh yeah once you know pretty normal high school family (laughs) stuff uh good chapters as usual um at number 13 is something that does not have uh good chapters usually uh super smartphone this series is just absolute garbage finally uh next week we are finally going to be rid of super smartphone yeah, so is, is this week the final chapter or is next week the actual final chapter? Uh, I think it's next week because it didn't. Okay. Or, sorry, oh, I mean, right. I guess I'm thinking of things in like, yeah, this week is the final chapter. I was thinking in terms of like, is this recent chapter the final? But no, I think this is the one we're about to read, I think actually is the final one. Here, let's see if it says the end at the end of it because they're, they're out now. Yes, it is. It says, oh, yeah. Oh man, you're going to spoil yourself, man. Crazy. <laughs> I just wanted to see what was done. Yeah, and it says the end. Read more in the graphic novel release. So I guess. Oh great. Yeah, I couldn't tell just from like flipping through, but I guess it's not actually. It's all they're doing like a build king where it's not actually finishing the story. You got to read the final volume, and then you can get the last couple chapters, which uh, I will not be doing. I won't even be reading this. Yeah, exactly. Um, I could care I can, less. Yeah, cannot be asked. Um, yeah, the series is bad. Uh, glad to see it go. <laughs> yeah. Where do you, uh, I think, you know, I think maybe next week we can, you know, kind of touch on a little more of like what went wrong with super smartphone. Cause if, you know, maybe if, uh, aliens area ends too soon or something like that, we can do kind of what we did with Doron Doron and, um, earth child. But, uh, where do you put super smartphone compared to earth child and Doron Doron? I'm curious, man. I think it's actually, uh, I still hated it, but I think it's better. And I agree. Just looking, looking at this final page, you know, <laughs> I feel like it doesn't deserve a final page that looks this cool. 
yeah the like final page have. is pretty sick <laughs> yeah i'm looking like man all these like cool looking character designs that mm-hmm. i have no emotional attachment to like they, it looks kind of hard um yep i don't i don't remember or like know who half of these people are but mm-hmm. you know they look kind of interesting it's definitely an improvement over the just vacant zombified stares you get in the final pages of both <laughs> earth child and Doron Doron. like there's a little bit of life left in this series they didn't just mm-hmm. completely give up near the end yeah it kind of sucks but at least they tried mm-hmm. i'll give them yeah. that at least and I they think tried the first the first handful of chapters were pretty fun which puts it at least above earth child because earth child had zero chapters that were any fun at all <laughs> and um Shout out to uh, yeah Shonen Flop podcast. They just recently had one on Earth Child. That was a good episode. And yeah, they just ripped on it the whole time. And so I was glad to see they they basically did the I think kind of the same thing that you and I did, which was like the first you know their, their only kind of positive on it was you know the first chapter was uh, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we glad never to see we weren't this. alone. <laughs> yeah, we, we never mentioned this, or maybe we did, and I just like didn't care enough to remember but Mm -hmm. i i did appreciate that they mentioned that like i felt like this this guy's entire series was just an excuse for him to draw ass because that's like all he did every Mm -hmm. week yeah like yeah we pointed out there was that one panel where he drew like the family together and like the dad and the son (laughs) both like they're just standing up normal and then the mom is like bent over and contorted weird so that like you yeah, you can, like, see the front of her and then also her ass to the side somehow. I don't know, you know, how her spine is twisted like this, but, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, he's not even that good at it either. This dude's, no. like, he's got nothing good, not nothing going for him. The fan service isn't even good. No, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he needs to, he needs to train under Yabuki for a little bit if that's what he wants to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this dude, um... Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to talk about Earth Child anymore, just because it sucks. But yeah, like, man, um, yeah. At least the final page for Super Smartphone makes me feel. It makes me wonder what could have been if mm-hmm. things went a little bit better. Um, yeah, yeah. Super Smartphone was definitely can, better than both of those. Yeah. than Doron Doron and Earth Child. I think. I can definitely tell the characters apart, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I can kind of get a get an idea of what they're about just by looking at them unfortunately yep. i feel like the main characters do not have that same level of like detail like q is like i said before he's boring mm-hmm. he's yep. only a slacker because he says he is because this dude <laughs> seems like he's you know he's got like put a lot of effort into figuring out how this smartphone competition works right off the bat and this mm-hmm. villain uh total like just stock character yeah everyone else is pretty cool Mm -hmm. i always liked the police like or the detective in this series i thought she was cool Mm -hmm. cool character design um i think things started really going downhill when they introduced the one uh mora or whatever the guy's name is yeah yeah, he's a fat guy yeah um (laughs) that guy sucked um horrible mm-hmm. character and the series immediately went downhill as soon as he appeared in the panel yep or on, but yeah on some the of page. these like you were saying some of these other characters look pretty cool like the like the uh the youtuber girl she looks sick she's got like these giant horns and stuff um 
She looks like a bootleg uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid character, yep. though. <laughs> That's the thing, too, though. Like, the, the characters that actually do look interesting in this series, you can look at them and you're like, oh, this is just kind of, like, uh, loosely... Like, this is loosely based on a character from another better series. Yeah, like, we literally have to go from exactly like Chitoge. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. And uh, it's pretty Earth fitting Child because this this Super is an entire. <laughs> yeah, it's fitting because this is an entire series that's loosely based on another series. Mm-hmm. So, yep, you can't expect a lot of creativity from Death Note Light. Nope. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Not gotta say. Not really looking forward to another series from this person. Will not be. You know, when I see the new series come through, and it's like you know, from the former author of Super Smartphone, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> grown that will have you know 25 chapters of something else that's terrible yeah um so that does it for weekly shonen jump this week uh next week we get the the cover goes to elusive samurai but the lead color page goes to akana banashi um we get a color page that's from kind Hunter of interesting mm-hmm. yeah that happens every now and then um i don't know why necessarily i think it maybe let's see is it an anniversary for elusive samurai it's on chapter 81 so I guess it's probably yeah. not quite two years, but maybe that's what they're doing. They're commemorating for. something, but realize that okay. we don't actually want to see an elusive samurai color page. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I, you know, I'd prefer an Akanabanashi color page anyway. Um, yeah. And we're going to get a Hunter Hunter cover page, which I mean, yep. or color page, which mm-hmm. I mean, say what you want about Tagashi's art, but his color pages always go pretty hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then we get a Undead Unluck color page, which I would have traded that for an Elusive Samurai color page. Um, That's true. Has Undead yeah. Unluck had a color page recently? <sighs> Maybe um, not since the anime? It, yeah, um, they. I don't I don't want to see an Undead Unluck color page either. No, not at all. Um, yeah, so it does have a weekly show and jump this week. Dude, do you have any other, uh, any other WSJ notes? We want to get into some, a couple recommendations. Um, yeah, looking at the color pages for this week, I'll just say that these are all, uh, all of them are pretty fire. Oh, I can't wait. Man, these are yeah. some of the, these are some of the best color pages, like, as just like a whole, some of the best of the year so far. Mm-hmm. This Akanabanashi one's awesome. Yep. And I forget the that she has, like, two-tone one. hair. Yeah, me too. And the Sakamoto Days one really reminds me of classic Dragon Ball artwork. Mm-hmm. dude yep. always like you got the you got the really like detailed drawing of a car uh-huh and all the characters really like, bright 80s out. colors yep yep it feels yep. very 80s i love it mm-hmm. absolutely all right uh do before we head out of here do you have any uh any quick recommendations for us or anything like that um yeah maybe i'll like go into a little bit more detail in the next episode about it since we're running a little late mm-hmm. with this one but i'll, I'll give you like a little preview um but i've been reading in the in the jump plus app it's magilumiere limited mm. company mm-hmm. we mentioned it a little bit in the like jump plus roundup episode but yeah i was just kind of like curious so i read about like 20 chapters of it it's pretty fire um mm. it's a magical girl series that takes place in a world where like there are these like magical girl agencies that are like large corporations. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like set in the tech world, but there just like happens to be superpowers, but it really focuses on like the business and 
yeah. office life aspect of it. It's pretty mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, it looked interesting because uh, I don't think I actually read that like that first chapter of that one, but it looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's like Magical Girl uh, Management Sim or something. <laughs> yeah, the the artist is def like I feel like everything's either sort of in the Chainsaw Man school of artwork or the mm-hmm. My Hero school of artwork, and this dude's definitely oh, man. like this is definitely like Horikoshi esque. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was gonna say when I yeah when I flipped through it, it definitely looked very uh, My Hero Academia inspired. Yeah, as most series are these days. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, my recommendation. I actually went pretty ham with uh, reading this week, and I finished both uh, Kawa and Sandland uh, by Akira Toriyama. Oh, um, and I have to say, both of those are excellent. You and I were sort of talking about it, and I feel like Toriyama is almost a little underrated um because he's mm-hmm. literally just so much better than like 99% of mangaka out here yeah and, you know dragon ball kind of rightfully gets a little bit of hate for it's kind of i don't know like bad story right like you know the fights are fun but i don't think anyone's going to uh to dragon ball for you know like literary genius um yeah but kawa i think has it's a pretty fun story. It feels very similar to like a, the way I would describe it's like some Disney movie or animated movie that you would like, you know, catch like your younger cousin watching or something like that. And then you sit down and watch like the last 45 minutes of the movie and you're like, Oh, that was, you know, like I I was invested in that. Right. That's what it feels like to me. Something like that. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. This was like a, a fine kids movie sort of deal. Um, and then Sandland actually has like a pretty, I'll say like, once again, we're not talking like Moby Dick over here or something right like that, right? Like Toriyama's <laughs> not James Joyce or whatever, but Sandland yeah. had like a, a pretty competent, uh, like Ghibli-esque, like anti-war kind of story to it. And the characters in it were mm. pretty, pretty fun, pretty interesting. They had all had a, like a fun dynamic. Um, so I definitely recommend reading both of those. They're... Uh, I think they're both 14 chapters long, like they're each a single volume. Um, so, you know, you can knock them out pretty quick. But I think they're, I don't know, like they're definitely overlooked compared to like, you know, Dr. Slump and Dragon Ball and stuff. And I think they're quite a bit better than like the one shots that we see in Akira Toriyama manga theater. Like they're they're fully fleshed out, uh, like, yeah. you know, little short stories. Um, I think they're both fun. I think they... Neither of them have an anime, but I would love like an anime movie for both of them. I think it'd be fantastic. Mm. I even feel like Toriyama's early stuff, like the early Dragon Ball is underrated compared to Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z. I'll I'll take just like mainline Dragon Ball over Z any day, which might be a hot take, but Yeah, no. I, I yeah, I'm with you. The dude can draw just like really fun, like cute mm-hmm. comedy series, and it's kind of what Dragon Ball was at first too. Um Yep. But yeah, I, I think he's a great artist and looking back at his work is kind of like, you know, listening to the Beatles. It's hard mm-hmm. to compare it to everything today because everything's been inspired by it. But like, mm-hmm. well, dude was and I think if you just look reason. at like, if you just look at what the other people were doing back then, it's so much better. Like we, you know, or yeah. I'll say I kind of shit on JoJo's maybe, you know a little more than i should (laughs) right like i understand iraqi is not like trash but i mean the first 
first part of JoJo's is legitimately pretty bad. Like, if it was not called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I would not have read any further parts, right? Like, it, part one is pretty awful. Um, yeah. But so if you just see, like, you know, Toriyama was, like, pretty into Dragon Ball at the time that was coming back, coming out. It's so much, like, it's, I don't know, way more competent. The art is way, way better. It has a, you know, even as, like, kind of nonsensical or non-existent as, like, the dragon ball story is it's still better than like the generic vampire story that you get with part one in jojo's or even mm-hmm. like uh i mean fist of the north star is pretty good but i'm just not as much of a fan of the the art style of it as i am dragon ball um but yeah i think just like the other stuff that was out at that time it, it's clear like toriyama is just so much better than everyone else yeah and i think um because when i think of like 80s manga and anime that i think or like 80s and 90s stuff that I think is really good. I think mm-hmm. it's more of stuff that's like within the romance or comedy genre than yeah. like the shonen genre. And I mm-hmm. think Toriyama's style is a lot closer to, you know, something like Aruse Yatsura or Ranma. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, yeah. I feel like the real like muscle-bound tropey shonen at that time and that's mm-hmm. where you get the really like boring art style and the stuff that I also think it's kind of hard to like really look back and evaluate a time period where I feel like anything that we know of is probably the best of that generation. Yeah, yeah, we because, don't get to like, see the super smartphones of 1983. That, yeah. <laughs> Unless you live in Japan, you're not really going to know about it. And even mm-hmm. then, like a lot of this yeah. stuff is probably just like lost media how many people mm-hmm. still have a uh, jump magazine from the 80s like lying around yeah exactly yeah 100 percent um yeah that'd be cool i need i want to know if there's like a an archive of old jump series i imagine someone has it right but uh yeah if it's available to to us that uh you know can't read kanji i don't know you gotta wonder if like you know does shonen jump have all of this stuff because yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd pay ten dollars a month to have them scan all of it i'd mm-hmm. read the i I'd, i want to know what like the bad series from that time was like mm-hmm. what, what the standard for like garbage was in the 80s yeah absolutely or even just like yeah exactly well and you know first step just give me access to all the stuff that we already have over here like we just now got uh, hunter hunter with the, the with the subscription they've had the digital volume since i've started reading it uh like yeah. where's Yu Yu Hakusho? why don't we have Yu Yu Hakusho yet i, I would love to yeah. read that you know on the app yeah viz media i will pay more than two like two dollars for <laughs> yep. all of this content mm-hmm. yeah i would double it well four dollars is negligible too <laughs> yeah all right. Well, that will do it for our uh, weekly Shonen Jump episode this week. Uh, on Thursday, we'll have um, which we'll call it uh, the Sket Dance episode, and then next week, um, yeah, Jude and I will talk about it. I'll be I'll be gone Thursday through the weekend, so mm-hmm. there could be the potential that the you know the Sunday episode gets pushed to like Monday or something like that. It just kind of yeah. depends on when we're able to record, but. Uh, We'll hopefully have that out on uh, out on Sunday again, but we'll do the episode either way because I I want to talk about uh, whatever developments we get in Hunter Hunter. For real, I, I assume nothing super earth shattering because 
we we are absolutely mired in this succession arc. <laughs> yeah um all right well that'll do it for us uh this week we'll see you on uh thursday with with sked dance